Hello, and welcome back to the Age Like Wine podcast, where we talk about old movies, TV shows, video games, name it. We're there. You know, we've done one game, but, you know, we're still counting that. We'll get there. Anyways, we are your hosts, Matthew and... Hi. Oh, and my voice, my microphone doesn't pick up that high. I was doing the, the screen. We're your hosts! <laughs> Matthew! Oh, Will! Excellent. Excellent. Oh, you Three, made Three, two, one! da 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 um, you know, notice that we are um, kind of, kind of out here on our own right now. A certain yeah. someone isn't here. Is uh, if if you haven't, if you're a first time listener to the podcast, that would be Peter. He is experiencing technical difficulties and is unable to join us right now. His laptop broke. Yeah, his laptop. <laughs> so that'll do it. Anyways, this movie that we're talking about today. It was actually his suggestion, and we both have watched it, and I think we have a lot to talk about because do. this is a sweet movie. So my first question is, yo, Will, you a gamer? You like games? Bruh. Bruh, I didn't expect you to call me out like this, but yeah, I guess I'm a gamer. Oh, um, damn. Well, it's a bit of a game. Bit of a bit of a game, bit of rock and roll. That's right. It has a game. It does. Oh, it does have a game, and we're gonna maybe talk about that another time. Yeah, but... whenever it releases. But for some reason, still, it doesn't have a release date for the. <laughs> yeah, we could really completion. use that. We could really use that. Anyways, come on, man. Talking... <laughs> the movie we're talking about today is Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which was a film. From 2010, that was written by Edgar Wright. If anybody knows doesn't know Edgar Wright, he's of such acclaim as um, Shaun of the Dead, At World's End, um, Hot Fuzz, recently Baby Driver. He's a really phenomenal director and has made a lot of movies I enjoy a lot. What's the other film? Daddy's Home, starring Mark <laughs> Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell. No, you're probably thinking of Boss Baby, his one adventure into animation. That's true, yeah. Yeah, that's his obvi- obviously his magnum opus, but we're going to be talking about his lesser-known film, Scott Pogan. I mean, he, he is the, uh, the Studio Ghibli of, you know, British <laughs> film. People probably have said that, shockingly. Yeah. But he has a very distinct style. And it shines through hella hard in this movie. This movie is real out there, very full of charm, full of wit. And um, I'm super excited to talk about it. Before we kind of dive into what it, what we thought of it and stuff, we should probably say how it was received at the time. And I know you looked at it for a second, Will. How did this movie do when it first came out? We are a box office bump. Do, 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 do. We lost so much money. Yeah, they lost the. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's get let's talk let's talk budgets here. Let's talk finance. Yeah, so the budget for this movie was eighty five million dollars, including I think everything. But uh, the box office was only forty eight million. So oh, damn! Well, that's actually incredible. Yeah. I think this was maybe at a time when Edgar Wright also didn't have such a following. 2010, 
that is. Um, but even then, that's a big old bomb for a movie that I think, uh, without spoiling, you know, my full opinion on it, is considered pretty good by most people. It's enjoyable. It's got a fun plot. Fun music. By most people with taste, yeah. They by consider this movie is pretty good. Most people with ears and eyes. Yeah. And a working brain. <laughs> it's tough. Um, I should say, in regards to this movie, that it's actually based on a graphic novel of the same name. Um, and as, from the reviews that I've read, it does seem to do those graphic novels and um, do them justice. And fans did seem to be fans of what the what Edgar Wright was able to do with this film. Yeah, Which there was a... Wait, sorry, continue with what you're saying? No, you go ahead. I'm done. Pardon me? Oh, okay. Yeah, excuse you, though. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Rainforest Cafe mascot. In yeah. <laughs> case you guys know, that's a Discord profile picture. But yeah, anyway. It was... Uh, I believe it was either like a Reddit post I saw that was popular or it was like a YouTube video, but there is like a, a shot for shot like comparison between like the comic book or I guess the graphic novel and the movie and it is like so faithful to it. Like it is like all the dialogue, even like the background, like the pacing, it's like at least for like the initial part of like a, a scene from the like the beginning part of the movie, it's very, very faithful. And like that shows like I guess like throughout I haven't really read the graphic novel. Maybe I have when I was like a lot younger. But even like the the creator of the Scott Pilgrim series, he loves this movie. And like most people know, for like a lot of like uh, I guess novels or like books that get like adapted to like you know large like Hollywood scale films, they're usually not very faithful. But this was one of those exceptions. It wasn't a Percy Jackson or a, oh no, don't don't remind me of Percy Jackson. What was that other one? Aragon, right? The one that Aragon, just, like, yeah, Aragon. Yeah, it's fans. Yeah, I, I did read that book after I watched the movie. I'm like, yeah, I see why people are upset. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. I think we're ready to get down to it. One, two, three, four. All right. Let's get into, I guess, where do you start with this movie? It's kind of all over the place. I guess we'll talk. Um. The style, because the style is carried throughout the whole film. And that kind of is important to know going into this movie. Um, spoiler warning, I guess, for anybody who hasn't seen this movie. I will say straight up that it's worth watching. Um, whether or not we liked it or not is to be seen, but... Oh, it's kind of um, obvious what we think about Yeah, it. I think it's pretty obvious, too. But... I will say without any other prompting that this movie is very unique in style, in uh, subject matter, I guess. And it's just a very unique film and it's worth it. I want every that. listener right now, stop listening if you haven't seen this movie. Turn this off. It doesn't matter where you're listening to pause. this. YouTube, Spotify, pause champ. All right. <laughs> Go watch this movie. It's on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix. I know you have Netflix. Yeah. I know you have your exes. I know you're still logged into your exes, freaking Netflix. You better hop on, go watch Scott Pilgrim, even if it gets you kicked off. Just go watch it. Just go go on like your sister's best friend's boyfriend's brother's sister's account 
or whatever and just like just watch this movie it's on netflix you don't have any excuses to not watch it even don't pirate it if you if you can i know but you're laughing great. right now and yeah. thinking we're overselling it we're not Please yeah there's no jokes here all right stop laughing all right stop laughing you're still laughing why are you still listening go okay. fix your collar right now all right <laughs> you look like a mess you look why like you still you're lying in bed it's 11 o'clock all right that kind of hurts Okay. All right, that's all right. We'll stop attacking the people listening. Yeah, yeah, but go watch the movie before because we're gonna get into heavy sports because there's, there's a lot to talk about. All right, there we, we gotta do this movie justice by talking about specifics. So go. I agree. Listen. All right, let's get into the style. Wow, my so what I said earlier to Will about whole being a gamer thing that was. Kind of, kind of a joke on the style the style of this movie is without having like a good word for it it's very like retro video game as a movie style does that like how, how do i describe that do you like pixels you? starring adam sandler kind of <laughs> i guess that works as a descriptor unfortunately yeah yeah no i mean that movie I don't. I didn't hear any good things about it, but this movie is like, if that movie was good, I don't know. I I just feel disrespectful even putting them in the same sentence. So I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, you should not. Like retro them. arcade machine, eight bit, sixteen bit, whatever. That's the style going on here. Obviously, it's not everywhere, but you know, that's that's know, the hard. vibe they give you. It it feels yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's the world that they're living in has video game aspects and how they move and how they interact and how the scenes are even just set up like levels to a video mm -hmm. game it's Especially very they fight. oh the fight yeah the fight scenes are definitely video game-esque with zero it's not apologetic in its style at all it leans into the video game aesthetic heavy it leans on it and crushes it and is like, yo, we're going to do this. And as someone who is a fan of that style, it doesn't seem like it should work in film, but it really, really does here. Especially God with... Damn, do they make it work. Yeah, especially with the plot. The plot itself is like set up like a video game. You know? And with that, I think we can kind of discuss... At least the bare bones of the plot. Yep. Mm -hmm. Do you want to? Do you want to give us the groundwork here? Like, All what right, is so Scott trying to do? Scott is trying to date an underage girl, okay. and that's literally the beginning of the movie. He's dating this uh, Chinese high school girl. He's twenty-two. She's seventeen. That's literally how the movie opens up. Yeah, it is. And I mean, that sets the the background. Of everything else that's happening, it's, it's it's about relationships at its key. You know what I mean? It is. <laughs> it it really really is huge so, theme. Yeah. So Scott is dating this underage girl, and everybody's like kind of weird about it. Even Scott himself is like, I don't know why I'm dating this chick. I just kind of am. And um, what do you know? He kind of kind of runs into somebody that he gets real interested in. Um, he's real down in the dumps and thinks that she could help him out. She's real mysterious, real unique. And um, 
he met her from Amazon, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they first saw each other at, was it the library? Was she delivering something? I don't even remember. What, 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 why was she even there? It was the, she was delivering the package. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw the Amazon box. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, that makes sense. She's mm -hmm. obviously, it's a very outdated movie because, uh, don't know why she specifically is delivering the packages just because she works at Amazon. <laughs> we all know that Amazon drones are delivering everything nowadays. Exactly. Anyways, Scott is falling for this new girl while still with the other girl. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that in order to get with this girl and maybe reclaim uh who he is because he's kind of lost it he's dating an underage girl he's going nowhere in life whatever he's in a band that, about his hair yeah. shaggy. his his band sucks uh it's just just real down in the dumps meets this girl wants to get to know her however there's a bit of a caveat in pursuing her do you want to explain that well, see now in in real life now I know I'm speaking on this but I don't have much experience uh, being a skinny wiener virgin myself but uh, <laughs> when it when it comes to you know relationships you know people people have history they they got past and stuff right now yeah. unfortunately for Scott you know that's a it's, it's kind of tuned up to like fucking a thousand because he has to physically fight defeat kill uh, Ramona Flowers which is the girl's name her seven evil exes. And I will enunciate exes, not ex-boyfriends, but exes. But yeah, he has to overcome that challenge, which is kind of video gamey. I mean, that's kind of the plot, but yeah, that's what he's got to do in order to be with the girl of his dreams, Ramona Flowers. It's true. He's got seven, seven evil exes, and that kind of sets the whole plot of the movie, is who are these exes, where are they? And how is Scott Pilgrim, this nerdy little dude who is in a trashy band, going to be able to beat them? Especially when they, you end up finding out who they are. This, it's just a lot for him to take on. And in this world, like this whole premise sounds very strange. And you'd probably imagine that the people in the movie might think the same way. But it is fully embraced as a normal part of their life in like Just no like one is Canada. yeah it is a canadian thing i guess that you I have to so, fight yeah. your exes some us, us americans won't understand it yeah definitely but yeah he ends up having to fight the exes to win ramona's love that's where the levels of the video game come in there's like seven levels that he has to go through to win this chick's affection and does he succeed? Oh no! I watched the movie. Hopefully, you did too, because you paused and watched it. Yeah, but if you didn't, get the hell out of here. Why That's didn't you listen to us before? Pause. All right. <laughs> we know who you are. You know who you are. Oh, Go goodness. watch the movie. Like, holy moly! How many times do we have to stop this podcast just for you? This That's is right. kind of frustrating me. Yeah. It's kind of cringe that you're still listening to this even after we told you not to. Oh my goodness. You're you're really in for it now if you haven't because we're definitely going to get into spoilers now. You're actually pissing me off right now. <laughs> we're, like both of us, we're actually getting pissed off. <laughs> irate at this point. Like I'm not kidding. Go watch the movie. All right. All right. Last warning. 
All right. Can we get back to the podcast now? They better be gone. God. Awesome. All right. All right. All right. Anywho, these exes set the tone for the whole film. And my question to you, Will. Yep. Now we're definitely getting into spoilers. Do you have a favorite ex in this movie? Do I have a favorite ex? I do. <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In the Probably, uh, in the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, in the movie is is. I mean, I don't know who it is for you, but for me, it's it's definitely got to be the vegan guy. He was oh, so great. Oh my goodness! No, I'm hundred percent with you. Yeah. yeah, vegan vegan powers is kind of genius. That bit was so hilarious. Like every <laughs> like from start to finish, I just loved it. <laughs> Milk and eggs, bitch. It's like chicken's not vegan. October 4th, 2007. You knowingly consumed gelatin. Gelatin's not vegan. Milk and eggs, bitch. Yes, yeah. milk and eggs. Another time, chicken parmesan. Chicken's not vegan. <laughs> no, that honestly, there were no exes in this movie that I didn't like, though. If I'm being like totally real with you, there were true, some. True. I, there are some I liked less than others. Like maybe the twins, they don't really yeah. do much. They, they didn't really have like a personality to them. Besides I like, agree. You know, they're like musical rival. But all the ones that did like have like dialogue, they just had like so much, like the, the first guy, I'm going to give him a lot of credit because dude, he, he started this whole like battle, like this whole like, you know. Gauntlet. The, yeah, the whole gauntlet with a banger. You know what I mean? Like, he was great. You know what I just realized, Will? What's up? This is kind of... Scott Pilgrim is kind of a tournament arc. Yeah, you're right. Or for love. I mean, that's what love is, right? If you want something bad, you gotta fight for it. That's what Macaulay Culkin's brother said in the movie. Wait, what? Yeah, Wallace. Macaulay Culkin's brother. That's Macaulay Culkin's... Oh my goodness! Wait, he totally is. Yeah, Scott's gay roommate Wallace. Mm. I will say I love the I love the roommate. <laughs> I think the roommate's hilarious. I love when they're. Um, I love the bit where they're getting up out of bed, <laughs> and it's like four <laughs> dudes. <laughs> Dude, I love the. Um, do you remember like the the first scene where like he invites Ramona and then like Knives is also there like their first like band performance? Yeah, like the intense stare down where it's like they're all looking at each other like Scott's like really awkward and then like it like goes over to like Wallace looking at like uh, Scott's sister's boyfriend and he turns away. At me. <laughs> that was great. That was a great bit. I no, I thought that was great. I liked Anna Kendrick in this too. She's great. She didn't talk a bunch either, but honestly, it's it's so hard to describe like the charm of this film. I think what does it for me really is how jumpy it is. Like it feels like they must have had like 50 cameras set up in the room, just with Ooh. every angle they get, with every cut back and forth between characters. It feels very very kind of video gamey. Like there's lots yeah. of cutscenes until we get to the battle sequence. 
Um, other than that, like the art of the film, there's lots of kind of comic references with the bang and the pow. That kind of ties into the video games as well. Yeah, it's very yeah. colorful. It doesn't feel like a drama at all. If action with comedy in it and some kick-ass battle music. It is like a video game you're not playing, essentially. Yeah. I, I love... It's even taking away the, the plot line, which is fun and super, super unique with the whole X's and getting... <laughs> finding your love through beating all these people, whatever, even ignoring all that, I think the style and the charm and the uniqueness of this movie kind of elevates it to something that becomes almost a much must watch. Sorry, I just kind of ranted there, but I have some strong opinions on this movie. I'm a huge Edgar Wright fan, I should say. Baby Driver is one of my favorite movies. Also for the editing. I think Edgar Wright is an editing god. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, each of those scenes that he puts in, it's just like, boom. It's just like, it's great. I don't know. Like, it never really takes you out of the movie. You know, like, the pacing's perfect. At least, I'm I'm just saying, like, in in the couple films that I've watched from him, I think he just, like, when it comes to, like, implementing music into his movies from the from the two I've watched, which are Scott Pilgrim and then this. I mean, Scott Pilgrim and then uh, Baby Driver. I, I think he just flows them so damn well with what's going on on the screen. Totally, then, like, totally agree with you. It's, he, yeah. It, everything just flows really well. There's rarely ever a throwaway scene. Like, thinking back on Scott Pilgrim here, I can't think of, like, one scene I'd be like, ah, could have done without. If there was, like, one scene I had to kind of get rid of, I'd maybe um, trim down the house party. Maybe. Maybe. Everything else is gold. Also, a little less underage dating, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I think that was meant to make you uncomfortable Scott what the hell and he like yeah, doesn't want to be seen with her and stuff yeah you can definitely feel like the awkwardness between them like hella yeah it was it was definitely not um, written in a way that's like that Edgar Wright is like encouraging that or anything yeah, he's, he's definitely making I, I think he does a good job of not really like, Scott's the protagonist of this movie but he's definitely not a hero. I oh yeah, he's he, he's far from that. And then major spoiler. And like I said, better have watched the movie. Better. With the uh, the scene with Nega Scott, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can you say that name for me? Nope. I, Why I not? think you said it well. No, no, no I mean, but you, you, I forget which. What was the character I mentioned? Uh, like Auntie Scott. No, no, no. There's a different, different name, different name. Something <laughs> no, else. Scott. I don't think I'm gonna say that. I okay. Anyway, <laughs> I think you killed it. <laughs> so he's supposed to be like the negative version or like the opposite version of Scott, right? And like you know how like after they come out of the the castle or whatever the club, 
he's like, oh, he's a nice guy. And that's kind of like showing the opposite of Scott throughout the whole movie. He's kind of an asshole to like everybody, especially like the people that like they were close with him and then he ends up hurting, you know? So I thought that was like pretty, pretty telling. Agree. Agree. I think that kind of sells the movie even more <laughs> with, uh, with Scott not being perfect, you know, having the negative Scott kind of makes that even more obvious. Yeah, I mean, same with Ramona. They're both like very imperfect people, but I mean, oh, they're definitely together. Yeah. yeah, they they do belong together. Like you know, when you have friends who are like, I wouldn't date them, but I know that there are people out there who would. I've, I've never heard of that. I mean, my friends never talked to me about that. Oh, um, oh no, we think that about you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, there's we. Um, I have more me, than one friend. Me and negative Matt. Oh, but, okay. Uh, now, if you were to shorten that at, like you know, um, it could be like one syllable each. What is it? <laughs> Tiv Matt. Tiv Matt. That doesn't. I mean, that's an exit. All right, I'm done with this bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, oh, geez. You know what we haven't even talked about? What's and up? it really should come up, and I'm, that's why I'm bringing it up now, is the music of the movie. I saw oh, earlier God. that you were uh, jamming out to that on Spotify, so. Still am, as we're recording. <laughs> that's great to hear, I guess. Yeah, um, I got it on really low volume, so I can hear you, but I'm listening to We Are Sex, but Bomb. On Spotify with 11 million listens. Still not enough. There should be more after y'all go listen to it. That's right. Pause right now and go listen. Wait, no. We, we better see that number rise up to at least 19 million. All right. Because we know <laughs> there's 8 of million me. of you listeners. Please. Please. All right. But yeah, what do you think about the music? I mean, there's not much to say. It's pretty banging, my man. It's, it's pretty rocking. It's like all made for this movie. There's oh, yeah. not not really covers. It's all very kind of rock and roll punk or video gamey as like the theme. Which kind of sets it apart too. Like video games typically like video game movies I should say. Like movies that reference video games and pay homage to like video games in general. Like to do the beep boop, like retro Mario sounding um, music, you know? And in, in Scott Pilgrim, it definitely takes a more like punk rock, hell yeah, um, go hard kind of style of music that is more fitting of more modern video games, I would say. If, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like more Doom esque than oh yeah, yeah. Than Ice Climbers or something or Pac Man. Ice when the hell has Ice Climbers had their own video game? Not since like the the Dark Ages. The Dark Ages. Are you just thinking of Ice Climbers because the the entire movie it was like snowing everywhere and they were wearing like that? Yeah, honestly, that is what brought that is what made me think of Ice Climbers. Yeah, actually, the, the the plot of Ice Climbers is actually set in Canada during the, during April. That's the that's the plot of those games. 
Hello? That was in Canada. That was climbing go or something. <laughs> climbing up to the Tim Hortons. Potentially. Potentially. Um. <laughs> oh, geez. No, I will say I didn't really say my piece on it, but I think the music's fantastic. I think it really sets uh, sets a good like style. It it works well with the style in a way I wouldn't expect it to. Because Scott's in a band, he's actively a part of the music being made. So it feels like the music isn't out of place, like some movies can do, where it's like, why is Pitbull singing about Africa now? What, what's going on? Wait a second. You taking a jab at one of the best films of 2018 right now? I am I'm not taking a jab. Aquaman. The critically acclaimed. Oh, wait, I thought you were talking about Venom. Sorry. Huh? Sorry, I thought you were talking about Venom. Oh, no. I was talking about Pitbull's uh, Africa cover in Aquaman. I feel like Pitbull was also in Venom, but uh, I could be wrong. That was Eminem. Venom. Don't know what he does. Hey, nice. That's your favorite movie, especially that lobster scene. Definitely um, a movie. Anywho, what are we missing about Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Um, hmm. I don't know. I, f- I feel like we've talked about everything, and obviously we don't want to spoil. I know we said we were going to do spoilers, but I feel like I've only really been the one to spoil in specific details. But I mean, that's because there's like really, there's really a lot to love about this movie that you can't really just like p- like pick one or two scenes that really do the film justice, right? It's just like everything. It's but true. I could talk about fun facts of actors in the movie. Do you want to talk about that? Unless you have something else you want to say? No, I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super ready to... Sorry, I, dro- I dropped my microphone there. I'm super ready to get down into that. I'm, <laughs> I, oh man, I just like this movie a lot and I could talk about it all day. But I do want people to watch it and give it a shot. So you better heed our words. Please watch this movie. <laughs> if you've already seen it so many times, like, come on. Why are you gonna make us beg? Yeah, like we're literally on our knees right now. Also, the movie poster apparently says an epic of epic epicness. That has not aged well. That is totally gnarly, dude. That is epic. <laughs> that is epic for the win, dude. Yeah, okay, all right, Mr. 2010. <laughs> problem? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say lay problem, but uh, I'm going <laughs> to no, get out no. of this. I didn't want to be too on the nose. No, I, yeah, should, I uh, should say, we're, we're praising this movie a lot. Is there anything that you maybe didn't like about it? Like anything you change or want more of or something? Because I feel like that's an interesting question, especially with these movies and shows we like a lot. Something I would change. That's a... Hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't really know because I don't know the source material that well. And obviously the movie's going off of that. But... Oh, one thing I do know, I'm pretty sure from the source material, you know, like the lead guitar singer from for Sex Bomb? 
Yeah. Yeah, apparently he's gay in the comics. Yeah. I don't know if that was revealed, like, because... Yeah, I think this was a fun fun fact, but I think the comics, the graphic novel series, wasn't actually finished when this movie was being filmed. So, like, I think it had, like, one or two more volumes after. Oh, and it cool. finished after this movie was, like, made, produced. So maybe that wasn't revealed during then. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I really do love all the characters in this movie. They're great. Felt I don't know. I, I, I just had such a blast. I couldn't really see like any flaws, like anything I would like outright change because I was just thoroughly entertained, like from start to finish. I, I think that's fair. I think my one gripe with the movie is maybe Uh-oh. it dragged. <laughs> Go watch it before I hate on it. Sorry, Ooh. Scott Pilgrim fans, but you're about to get mad. It's really not a big deal at all. I just think that the beginning of the movie like drags in a few spots with just setting it up in the high school girl thing. It feels slow and the whole meeting of Ramona real uh uh un like not not set up super well. Like why would uh Scott fall so hard for her? But also that makes sense because Scott is pretty immature, so of course he'd like fall for a girl like that you know that's true plus i mean she is she's pretty pretty attractive so kind of makes sense (laughs) yeah um no it does it does it does make sense actually i'm a hater forget about what i was going to say forget about it yeah fuck you all right (laughs) honestly i agree yeah okay it's okay it's okay, oh Mr. Rainforest Cafe mascot. I forgive you. Leave my tree frog beanie baby alone, dude. The tree frog beanie baby? All right, there we go. Wait, I think I actually have that in my house. Do you? Yeah. My right, mom has a shit ton of baby, beanie babies. Yeah, okay. We're going to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, fun facts. Do you got any you want to talk about? Um, I will say I love the Paku uh, reference. I think that's hilarious. Another uh, fun, fun little fact is that um, Michael Sarah, when they were doing like the press tour or whatever for Scott Pilgrim, um, for that year's Comic Con, he dressed up as Captain America because Evan was not there because he was working on the first Captain oh. America. Oh, so that's why I saw that picture on Wikipedia. Yeah, fun fact. Kind Actually, cool. this is like a not so fun fact, but about that Puck Man, Pac Man thing. I tried using that as a a pickup line on Tinder, and I got immediately unmatched. So, because uh, uh, the, <laughs> the person had like Scott Pilgrim as the um, like on her bio for like the oh song. really, and that didn't work. Well, I kind of copy and pasted the whole entire thing, and it was kind of long. So I think she, yeah, okay, well, and it's all right. We, we can we can we can move on. <laughs> let's move on, please. Come on, if you're listening. You missed out, girl. He's funny. I, whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Clearly. <laughs> I did not know that that happened to you. That's, that's interesting. But it's, it's a fun fact like, for me. It's not something I like to talk about, but yeah. Wow. We like to get... Um, we like to open up to you here. We get personal needs like wine podcasts. 
This, this is your first time know. tuning in. This is essentially therapy for us. It is. <laughs> Honestly. But yeah, I think, do you have any more fun facts? Uh, Brian Leo Malley. Uh, apparently he's half Korean. I did not know that. Like, I don't know if that's a fun fact. But uh, we also had Bill Hader as like the narrator voice. I didn't know oh, that. He what the hell? Make a physical appearance in the movie. No, he doesn't. Yeah, and then we also got obviously Captain America is a character, not as Captain America, but Captain yeah. Marvel. Captain Marvel too. And fun fact about her when she appears in the movie, she actually sings her part in the song. Same with the other actor uh, who plays Stephen, the the lead singer of Scott Pilgrim's band. He's also singing those parts. So I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, that's that's uh, that's all I gotta say. Hmm. Shall we wrap this bad boy up? Wrap this up. I'm ready. Three, two, one, let's go. Down, down, down. No, I'm I'm ready. I, I um do you want me to start or do you want to start? I'll uh I'll go last. Pretend <laughs> to be Peter for this episode for rating. All right, deal. Do you have an age like rating for us? I can make it one on the spot, don't worry. Give me time. That's why you're going first. Alright, I got it. I am going to give this movie, honestly, I have to give this movie my coveted 10. As in, I think it has aged excellently. And I think I think it's a shame that it didn't do better in the box office. Because I would love to see, I don't know how possible it is, but a sequel would be incredible. I just want to see more movies of this style. It's so, like, one of a kind. It's hard to really think of another one that could possibly like match this one's energy so i'm gonna give it a 10 if you still haven't watched it i've really really recommend it it's a lot of fun it's pretty goofy if you don't like it you can complain at alw underscore podcast on twitter we'll hear you we won't we won't be disappointed but yes 10 out of 10 please go watch it will it's your turn all right, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this week's podcast. It is I, your host, not Peter. But for my rating, uh, I know this is Peter's movie, but we both watched this when we were younger, 10 years ago, in fact, and we both loved it. Back when uh, Xbox Live had uh, the whole, you know, you could watch Netflix together of other people at the same time when, when that thing was dope and then they took it out for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah, I mean, just like Matt, if I had to give it like my, my stupid bullshit rating, definitely a 20 out of 10, because this came out in 2010, but it definitely doesn't feel like it came out in 2010. It honestly feels like it came out like, I don't know, even like a couple years ago. I don't know. It's like timeless. Oh, shit. Maybe I should use that for the age like wine rating. Age like rating? What's it called? Matt, help me out here. Is age like rating. Age like rating. Uh, yeah, uh, age like rating. I don't know. Peter doesn't make any sense when he, when he says this type of shit. But um, it aged like Pac-Man. Does he still get games? He yeah, he's got TV shows and stuff even. Oh, there we go. Aged like Pac-Man, a timeless classic is what this film is. Boom, boom, shaka laka laka laka. I'm I'm very happy we did this movie, and I'm sorry Peter couldn't be here to talk about it too because I bet he'd have a lot to say on it because it definitely feels like his kind of movie it's okay his 
Maybe he'd be too cringe. We don't know. He would. Be, he would be too cringe. Kind of, not pog champ, not poggers, not <laughs> truly non-poggers. I think it's safe to say that we both recommend this movie a lot. We both enjoy it a lot. You should give it a chance if you haven't. At this point, what the hell? We are talking so much. We are praising this movie so much. Please just uh, just give, just trust us this once. Why do you never trust Watch us? that movie? God damn it. Um, and with that, that's really all we have to say. Next week is going to be quite an interesting one, Will. Peter will likely not be joining us that week either. But we've, I've got a crazy got a film. Doozy. Yeah. <laughs> really do. We will be um, discussing Real Steel next week. The realest steel. It is the realest of all the steels. Continuing our trend of watching Hugh Jackman films. Of course, the greatest show is actually yeah. Real Steel. That's right. All right. But thank you so much for watching, everybody, or listening. I don't know how you watched, but if you did, thanks for it. And um, we'll see you in the next episode. Remember to follow us on the Twitter, AL underscore W podcast, right? Yep. Yep, and the YouTube channel Age Like Wine Podcast on YouTube.com. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week when we uh I'm gonna say TVD because maybe we could we could change up real steel. I'm not super excited, but that's okay. I probably should have kept that to myself. But yeah, thank you so much. Uh we'll see you next week. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs>